What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Black Ramen Podcast. I, myself, Chad Patty, a.k.a. Madam Strahat, a.k.a. D. Celestial Dragon, and I have with me... Hello, hello, as usual. This is Sleepy Bree, sleepy in need of tea. And, uh, ooh, I'm excited for a few things that are happening around the news. But also with us... Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derby, a.k.a. Sexual Chocolate. Uh, also quite excited about the news, but not that excited. Yeah. There you I mean, go. I just, do you mind if I like open this up and just get straight to it? Go ahead, Madam President. I, I <laughs> believe you can tell a lot about a person, especially a lot about like a nerd of our like our types of nerd and our type of people, based off of their like cool so, core social media. Like I feel like everyone just they have vibes of a certain social media that they really express their fan stuff through. Like Derby, you always give me heavy Reddit vibes. Patty, you feel like an Instagram type of lady. Me, myself, I am a Tumblr slut through and through in my origin Why? starting days. I said what I said. I did. I did. Because, see, I don't know if I would be the type of fan I am today without Tumblr. My Tumblr journey began long, long ago. I was lucky to hop on right in, like, the heyday peak of the peak of Tumblr phase. I didn't even know how to use it. But I had a friend who drew a bunch of anime art amazing person she gave me her tumblr said follow me and so i got the app i logged in i figured it out just to follow her and yo my world expanded so right now is a very potential tipping off point because i'm gonna go into a bit of social media history here feel free to stop me because i'm about to go in on a rant just because this makes me like a little bit excited not hopeful just enjoying the blood in the water <laughs> Grab the popcorn. It's, it's gonna be one hell of an episode. I ain't even gonna hold you. This is why I love Brie. I just say go, and she be like, "You sure? She could be that one more. You, you ready? <laughs> I'm about to go. Go ahead. I'm here for it all. I don't have the date exact, but here's a rough timeline. Tumblr started within around mid early 2000s and it's like core message was kind of like get ready to be freaky we allow everything we want everything we're excited show all of your stuff it was really a website birthed for fandom it had long form tux posts it had image posts in a way that to this day i don't think any other social media platform really catered towards both like Instagram doesn't really allow much of any text, just a quick image caption. TikTok is pretty much strictly video-based. Twitter, images, you normally have to expand them and you can't really like discuss. So just the vibes were unique and excellent. And then, and then, by like right after it started peaking in the early 2010s, they realized, oh shit, y'all, we got a problem. There is a ton of porn bots and child pornography on here. It's like, ah, ah. So someone bought Tumblr. They're thinking, yo, we got to clean up shop. We got to make money. So what we're going to do to get rid of the child porn? No porn at all. No horny. No horny, no horny, no horny. There was an infamous... uh, That was when it really started going downhill. And the real hard mark of it was the infamous ban, I believe that was 2018, where they made the no titty statement. Pretty much they said from now on there will be no female presenting nipples. Yeah, you heard that right. Specifically, no female presenting nipples. So they did the opposite of free the nipple? 
the opposite of free the nipple. No, I can't support like, that. People are one pissed that. at the lack of horny now, and two like why female presenting nipples? That makes me feel a certain way. That dude can present his nipples, but I can't present my nipples. Okay, okay, because Tumblr was a great place for sex workers selling their stuff, doing their thing. The band struck it down. The sex bots were still pretty much there, and worst comes to worst, everything was getting reported. Overreported. Fan artists were getting their accounts shut down, their images removed, even things that didn't violate the guidelines. It was so bad, for example, that a picture of like the Michelangelo statue, like you know, the famous one with the tiny dick with the nice ass, yeah. that would have been removed. That's a piece of classical thing. art would have been removed because it violated their guidelines. That was it. Mass exodus, everyone's shutting down their accounts, abandoning it. To this day, right now, you can look at probably, if you used to have a Tumblr 10 years ago, you can look at your, geez, 10 years ago. Don't don't think about it. Don't think about it. Right, right. Okay. Out of my head. Out of my head. (laughs) You can look and see a bunch of like deactivated accounts from people who said, jump ship. They went to Twitter. They tried for Instagram. Nothing could quite capture what Tumblr had done. Even now, like, there's a few attempts. Discord is an attempt. Um, There was this Mastodon, I think, was an attempt, but nothing quite reached that same peak as early 2010s Tumblr. Fast forward to right now, Mm -hmm. and I grant you my sincere thanks and fuck you, Elon Musk, because you've probably heard by now, Elon Musk bought Twitter. He tried to back out at one point. That didn't work, so, oh, crap. He slapped his money down. Elon Musk is now in charge of Twitter, and it is right away going to hell. It's not necessarily that it's suddenly so bad and that people have zero faith in him based on his first steps. I believe he fired 25% of his employees. A lot of the boards that screened what people could and couldn't say, he's gotten rid of in order to uh, assert free speech. Unfortunately, what that free speech meant then and means now is racial slurs, anti-Semitic language, fake news, and propaganda. These white motherfuckers are saying, nigga, immediately. Right out. But Twitter and Elon Musk claims, no, 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 that was only about like, it was either 100 or 300 specific troll accounts spamming it. But I still said then, like, one to three hundred accounts so ready, even if it's for the troll sake of trolling, so ready to jump in. So that was a red flag. Elon Musk himself, I believe he tweeted out earlier today a conspiracy theory about the Pelosi attack. So Nancy Pelosi's husband, political agenda, blah, 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 tweeting out like very political charged language and then like getting rid of it but it does not bode well for the platform and people are leaving in droves that uh the whole blue check mark thing we all knew the blue check mark in the past previously meant this is a verified user if it's beyonce with a blue check mark that means like this is for real beyonce's account he's switching that up so now it would be pretty much uh, a twitter plus an ad free or ad less i believe it's 50 percent less ads and you can subscribe $8 a month for the check. Which, one, means if people who have checks, organizations, will now have to regularly pay more if they have to. I don't think they pay for that now, but no. it's getting a fee. And, two, to make it worse, it means anyone can get the check. So there is a worry that, for example, it would now be non-verified users having the check. Instead of knowing Beyonce check is like actually Beyonce, anyone could possibly make their account named Beyonce 
pay eight dollars a month and also get that blue check or just beyonce won but because of the blue check and the status he's had for like the longest if you're not in the know to know that he's done this to make it a pay-to-play kind of thing you will just think that that's who said that like you have no reason to not believe that so there is a threat of impersonator accounts elon musk is trying to change things so quickly and got rid of so many people that there won't really be safety checks in place to make sure that, you know, this is rolling out as we expected. This is how I'm changing the policy. Let's see the effects and tweak it to make it right. No, no, no. He's just like rolling out the actions, making announcements. This is what he's going to do. So this is why I'm starting to get thankful for it. Because Tumblr over there, like not nearly as it was in its heyday, it's maybe at like 3% of its previous glory, saw an opportunity here and said, you know what? People are leaving Twitter, and they're leaving Twitter fast. So what we're going to do, we want our users back. The users that might have fled to Twitter, we want them back. So as of today, Tumblr had made an announcement saying, guess what, guys? The nips are back. This was not their official language, but they said they were doing certain things with their content. One, um, they're making the idea of hashtags and tagging more official by letting people more specifically moderate their own feeds they can like block certain things like if they don't want to see anything about drug abuse alcohol abuse self-harm or sexual assault they can now specifically or more specifically block those feeds and more officially but more important than that no sorry that's important that is very relevant but more exciting than that is they announced that they will be lessening the ban on explicit content and allowing displays of the human body artistic examples of the human body and in parentheses they said yes that includes the nude human Mm. body amen it's the return of the nipples and i think that is a clever move but i'm a little bit annoyed by it i know i'm talking for a while but this is just the last bit i'm a little bit annoyed by it because what these social media platforms are doing isn't Here's what our user base is. Here's what our user base wants. We want it to be good for our users to make sure they enjoy the place they're at. They're chasing the money. Tumblr is opening back up to nakedness and lightly sexually explicit materials. Lightly. So you won't get the full-on porn back, but you're getting a little something-something. Not because that's what we want as a base, but because they saw money. And Twitter... (laughs) And Twitter, though... Elon Musk has made another statement that they're rolling out a uh, new function of Twitter that will allow paywalled content, wink, wink. So videos you can watch behind a paywall of a certain variety, wink, 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 wink. Wait, he putting the porn behind money? That, and pretty much he's pulling in the OnlyFans model into Twitter. Not because anyone asked for it, but it's that kind of non-creative productions that annoy well, me a little. Because it's I mean, not because here's what people want. It's because, hey, look, OnlyFans is making money. Let's get that. It's the same thing when Instagram got its reels and Facebook as well, based off of, like, Vine and TikTok. Also, I heard he's trying to bring Vine back. Not sure about that. I but, mean, like, here's what people are using for money. So he's trying to incorporate that model. I don't think people are too ready for it, especially the sex workers, because there's some ambiguity around copyright. Like, you know, with certain social media sites, if you post it, technically they have some rights over it. So if you're trying to be a sex worker on Twitter, like with additional function, paywalled content, 
it's not entirely clear how safe that'll be. Like, OnlyFans is specifically built for that. It is ready. Twitter, not so much. So, yes, Tumblr has allowed the nipples back. And Twitter might be getting some, like, OnlyFans-esque functions. So, that's an interesting thing to see. So, like I said, I am enjoying the blood in the water behind these social media sites. Hmm. I personally am always a fan of whenever anyone frees the nipple. Uh, it is one of uh, the few things I vote on. It's one of the few things I care about uh, very deeply. Uh, it's probably like three behind racism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, solving racism is like two down is probably free the nipple. I, um, so, yeah, so I'm excited that Tumblr is, I know you said clever, but I think it's just the obvious move. Of fixing a past uh, mistake that you know now they have some cover of oh this is what would no you're doing it because it was a dumb they're idea. doing it for the money five hundred percent if they were doing it because hey you complained we heard you we're doing like we're moving more towards this I'd be happier but it is strictly for the cash and I don't love that and I know you mentioned uh, Reddit earlier and look Reddit is just top tier <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were a Reddit guy. <laughs> If you want the nipple, uh, Reddit, <laughs> like, it's just open. It's like, wh- I, I, I do not comprehend how OnlyFans make money because Reddit exists. Like, there's so many subreddits that do the exact same thing. <laughs> it is well, wild. It's not all about the horny. Isn't it, though? Blur is great because it wasn't just the horny. Because the funny's on Reddit, too. Look, I don't mean to be a PSA for Reddit. Reddit knows what it's doing. Anyone who's in the know already is on there. Continue. That's it. <laughs> I don't like the feed navigation. Because I, I like the idea of like the yep, Tumblr feed. I swipe and all the people I, fo- I follow are coming up there. Like Minimal algorithm. I think there's more algorithm than there was 10 years ago. But yeah, I'm starting to get back in. I'll see if I can become a Tumblr girly again. I have kicked my TikTok that is addiction. not what you called yourself earlier. I did don't say Tumblr. Up, not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't back down from that. Nope. <laughs> but Patty, did I get you right? Are you an Instagram person? Like that's your top? Nah, you got me right. Here's the thing. This whole shit show is amazing because I just can't wait to see that nigga go broke. Because his Elon Musk. He won't. It'd be funny, yeah. but he won't. <laughs> like the there's thing. a certain amount of money you just can't anymore. Like we saw we see uh, No, it's not our broke, but it's his broke. Ah. Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. The amount of money that he put in in the bidding war for Twitter, he just put a random number. He didn't think he was going to win the bidding war. So when he won, Twitter had to sue him and say, no, you won. You got to pay for this. And he's like, fuck. Not only is that happening, Teslas are going down in the stock markets. And he's like, yeah. And now it's like, it's affecting the money that he put in Twitter is also affecting the productivity of the Teslas. So now he's just sitting there like, I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm like, let me see you broke, broke. Like, let me see you just, just climb down the, the, the rich white man ladder. Like you want to go to space? <laughs> yeah, he ain't make it next year. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. It's, it's all good. I'm just here for the shit show with the popcorn. It's all fine. It's fine. I, Speaking of rich white men in charge of social media platforms with their stocks going down, I'm kind of like sitting and eating my popcorn watching Meta 
and like the idea of the metaverse slightly implode like Hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think of the idea of not metaverse specifically in terms of Facebook, but the idea that we're moving towards virtual reality? Because I, I think that I compare it to like when Avatar first came out, uh, like blue people Avatar, not the airbender. And people were like exclaiming, yes, 3D movies will be like the shit. This is like maybe not the best, but it's going to kick off a wave. And then like by 2020, all the movies will be 3D. And 3D movies just did not catch on. There's a few, but people just don't like them that much. Do you think metaverse and the idea of like virtual reality will catch on, or will it go the way of 3D movies, or like it's kind of a nice gimmick, but people just don't like it all that much? Look, VR will definitely catch on once the tech catches up to what is comfortable to wear. Like, right now, any VR headset, after, like, two hours, you hate this thing being on your face. So much. <laughs> it is irritating. Like, if you wear glasses like myself and I are never switching to contacts because I refuse to touch my eyeballs, I'm not doing it. I don't care how comfortable you claim. No. All right? I'm not doing it. Anyway, um, <laughs> until, like, VR gets to, like, like, if you ever watch, like, the Black Mirror episode, I think in, like, one of the later seasons where they just had like this little like headphone like airpod sized dot that they put on their temple and that was their vr once it gets to that vr is taken over easily like once you get it to like just like a pair of like regular shades done like why would you not be in vr like all the time like why would you not use uh for example like you know lesser than vr but like ar like augmented reality to just have like Oh, like, I'm in a meeting, sure, but I have a screen up here that only I can see through these glasses to watch my show. Like, what? Like, every every worker who hates their job is going to love a VR headset when it's just a pair of, like, shades. Like, all day, every day. Like, I, I, if it wasn't so expensive and I had to go to the office all the time, I would probably get, like, the headphones that are, like, built into the glasses and just use that all day. Like, that's just audio. If I had video as well, all day. So, yeah, it's the future. It's just the tech's not there. Uh, so it is a bet that he can get there before somebody else catches up and beats him to the punch. That That's basically, I think, what Zuckerberg's, like, planning on. I feel like it just needs to be more comfortable, and it could take off with gamers. Because, um... I have borrowed my mom's, like, Oculus headset, and I tried to use, like, some of the workouts, and it's really fun. It's fun, it's cool, but those dang glasses, like, the goggles are heavy, they slip. If they, like, slide even half a centimeter, everything goes fuzzy. So, like, after maybe, like, 15, 20 minutes, it's just a matter of constantly adjusting them, and they press. So, it's, it's cool, it has potential, but you're right, it has to be comfortable, and I don't think they can make it comfortable yet. Like, Patty, have you tried any of those, like, Oculus or... VR stuff? Um, to be honest with you, no. Um, I think as soon as um, these perverts get an opportunity to sleep with their favorite lollies, um, I don't think it, they care. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Like, once that happens, uh, as well. yeah, once I mean, that VR happens. porn is already a thing. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. Um, but, like, for them to actually pick who they want to do, yeah. it's going to be a whole They have, like, a bodysuit with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a whole shit show. 
So I have to like reevaluate my my stance with lollies. As long as they're like two dimensional girls, it doesn't matter. If you're really into lollies, I'll look at you a little funny, but you do you. But when it comes to virtuality, if it's like a real full on like simulated child, even if it's like a child that I, that falls within the same as like child sex toys to me, like those should definitely be illegal. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about illegal, but I'm definitely not your friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like, you should legally be allowed to do it. I'm not. Like, I'm and being not. like a white person who who says the n word, like legally, I'm fine that you don't go to jail for saying the n word. I just want nothing to do with you. I feel like you're. You can feel like someone is a piece of shit without thinking they brought broke the law. Yeah. That is true. Like no, people I, who talk I, shit to their moms. Exactly that level. Mm. Like, I don't trust you, I don't like you, I don't think that's right, but technically, I can't call the cops on you for it. Exactly. It's like, no one really got hurt. You just suck. Nah, I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. I don't care. Yeah, that's don't, what we're saying. Yeah, I, I'm not fucking with you. If you like, no, 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 y'all saying whatever y'all do behind closed doors. No, if you make no, it not even that. Leaving behind closed doors. I'm okay with people liking lollies. I'm not. Behind closed doors. As in like anime. As in anime. But no. if it comes to like actual virtuality children, it's that I, I definitely don't think it's okay, but I really would need to do some deep thinking when because technology is getting there. It's not there yet, but it is right on the brink. No. And that would really depend. Like, do we do we need to make this like a crime? Is that a, is that a crime at this point? No, because it would fall yeah. into dark crime, and it's just too dangerous of a slippery slope. I that mean, depends. Because, for example, the idea of child pornography wasn't illegal until you could like get a camera and take pictures of children, and then disperse them on the internet. Like, there was no legally listed crime for saving kitty photos on your hard drive before we had hard drives. Well, yeah. So when the technology exists, the that's thing. when we have to figure out when to allow it or bar it. Mm. Ugh, that's creepy. But how about just VR in general, aside from the terrible, <laughs> terrible things that will I happen mean. when it's allowed? Like, do you think it'll catch on? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, but, like, I would love to be in the VR world inside of Jobless Reincarnation. That shit would be dope. If I could pick my anime and be in it, not as a character, but just looking, like, 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 just, just observing in that world what Rudy's doing. Yeah. The good stuff, not, not the bad I stuff. I know, I know there was a manga company that, I don't remember which one, but they were, like, messing with VR some, and they had, like, some manga VR, but, you know, still in black and white. And it was a cool concept. I don't know if it ever really took off, though. Basically, like, yo, you're looking at the panel, but you could, like, look around the room at, and then, like, look towards the actual scene. But I don't know. You know? You could know, CGI people will get so much credit. I hope their industry will just explode when that comes. Because that from then on, movies would have to be made with, like, full 360-degree setups. Every aspect will have to be designed. And I feel like that would be great for the industry. Because, like, every commercial, it won't just be, like, a filming crew. It would have to be a full on 360 design crew. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of that can only be done through computer generated images. I think there was one full movie done that was uh, fully 3D. Um, that or it was just in first person. It was one of the two. It might have been first person because even if it's fully 3D, 
even if you're moving through, I feel like there would still be some limitations. But, like, I mean, they would have to dine it. So, if a person wants to be a troll, they can get on the ground, crawl under a table, look up, and see a piece of bubblegum someone stuck there. Yeah, just like a video. Like, they would have to be that level of designing. I want to be able to just walk away from, like, the real story. (laughs) Oh, I see the main story is happening. Yeah, but I want to know what's happening over there. (laughs) Like, within limitations. Yeah, I, I mean, it can't be, like, a whole world. Like, oh, yeah. Really. <laughs> okay. Oh, but that could be so cool for the industry and just storytelling in general. Open world movie. Yeah, so we have open world, world games, but now it's an open world movie. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, yo, yeah, the main plot is here, but all these side missions, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to find a porn that's in this game? Like, Skyrim just had a bunch of just... uh. <laughs> Like porn books just around the, around the world that you could find and read, so yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> but yeah, but at least for right now, it's bombing hard because not enough people are invested in it. Investors don't even know what it is because I feel like the idea no. of having a metaverse only really works in nerd communities who are used to watching sci-fi movies and like isekai stuff revolving around virtual world. <laughs> like if you say uh, a metaverse to us, we say oh, like sword art. We get it. Like, yeah. roughly, not exactly, but for the most part, we get it. Do just, like, regular people understand the content? I guess if you say, kind of like The Matrix, how the evil computers created a virtual world. That. Yeah. The Matrix would probably be the one that everyone would get. Uh, Ready Player One, which just came out. Yeah. Well, not just came out, but is more recent. <laughs> right, but I still feel like it's it's somewhat niche. No, Because like, people might have heard of Red- Ready Player yeah, One. But it's not in, like, the common consciousness. Like, with the cost to entry is still fairly high. It's not like, oh, you just go down to the store, drop, like, 30 bucks, and get a VR headset. I don't think that's necessarily true, because look at how much game consoles cost. Yeah, but that's just gamers. Like, like Yeah, but that's not widespread enough that if you say, like, an Xbox, a PlayStation, a Wii. Is it still Wii? Yeah, they're still Wii for Nintendo. No, Um, they're on Switch. Switch! That was... Oh... (laughs) Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, people have dropped multiple hundred dollars on those to play the games, and there's, like, a very pretty significant community. Like, most people, you know, will say they've played uh, Mario Kart at least once. If I say Super Smash Brothers, even my grandmother will kind of know it's a game. Mm. Nothing in line of, like, this virtual reality stuff is hitting that level of market penetration, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um <sighs> Uh-oh. Freeze. Okay, sorry. I, thought <laughs> no. I think that's enough about social media and modern tech work. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so I just wanted to bring this up real quick. Um, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I'm here. If you didn't hear me, <laughs> I just let you know. I just, I'm just letting Brie get. I'm just letting Brie get it off because I, I love seeing her like this. It's been a minute. She don't really come out like this. <laughs> when that bitch come out. <laughs> so um there was this one statement that was made from the podcast called um noodles podcast um they're they're a dope podcast i saw them on um on tiktok and one of the um co-hosts were sent was saying that chainsaw man first episode was the number one episode oh my God. <laughs> of 
anime history. Easily the dumbest hot take I think I've ever heard. <laughs> so I don't know if we spoke about this in the episode. We might have done this on the live, but um, let me be completely honest and completely blunt. I might lose some of y'all because of this, um, but it's fine. It's fine. Y'all come back. Um, so here's the thing. My opinion on Chainsaw Man. I think Mappa knew what they were doing when they decided to pick up this this um, anime. Um, they knew that this was an opportunity to just showcase. This is an opportunity for Mappa to pull out their dick and be like, my dick is bigger than yours. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. From reading the manga, Mappa looked at all the high points of you know, fight scenes and transformations and all type of dope shit. They were like, oh, we could really fuck this up. Like, we could really, really make another name. We we could shit on every fucking studio ever, right? So I think Mappa did a great job by picking up Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. Now, the first episode was good. I'm not even going to hold you. The first episode was good. Um... Which was accept, which was expected because it's Mappa. Now to say that this was the best first episode in anime history, that's like pushing. That's like really pushing it. No. That's like saying that you've never watched anime before. And I'm not an elitist. I'm not trying to say I'm an elitist. I'm not trying to gatekeep. But there were so many other shows that had great first episodes that did it with half the price of Mappa. No, we had an entire category, I think, last year for amazing standalone, standalone episodes. Yeah, I don't even know if you can say that it's the best animated episode in anime history. That has a chance because every year animation gets better. It's the most recent. Right. Perhaps you could argue it's the best animated first episode in anime history. But even that's a little shady when Yuri on Ice exists. Sorry, I had to drop that. Uh, but like a best episode, in, I would even say Cyberpunk had a better first episode. Not that Chainsaw Man was bad. It wasn't. No. It was a really great first episode. Look, but the best? Look, like, it, it's in, if you told me top 20, easily in contention. Like, I can easily wrap my head around that. Top 10, we're getting a little close. I'm like, eh, maybe top 5, we're already ridiculous. Like, what are we talking about? Like, To Your Eternity exists. <sighs> Stop. <laughs> Like we're done here. He's saying it and and, and he's saying it with his whole chest. And this is what what messes me up. He goes into detail. Um, this particular um podcaster from Noodles Podcast. He goes in, he goes into detail and says the first episode did so well in explaining um the aspect of the world of Chainsaw Man. And I was like, uh, come again. (laughs) <laughs> so as someone I have never read a single page A single chapter If I'm thinking I just know there are demons I don't know what they are I don't know where they came from Wait, I, I read don't like being chapters. killed but- I read six chapters And still don't know what the fuck is going on I'm gonna tell you right now I don't know where these demons I don't know where these devils come from I don't know uh, what type of world it is I don't even know what type of agency this is And has there what always been devils Or is that something new how do you make a contract? Everyone knows how, how casual is it to have a pet? How do you make a contract for you to have a devil pet in you or out of you, whatever you want to call it? Um, how is this organization 
who is dedicated to killing devils have devils on their team? And how is it possible that we have people who are in this organization making pats, like making contracts with other devils in order to gain access to power to kill other devils? Like, it's just so many questions left unanswered. Chainsaw Man is one of them shits like you take it for what it is and that's it. Don't go in too deep. It's not going to explain everything. You just take it for what it is, right? For you to tell, first of all, the cute little chainsaw, I'm a little disappointed. Like the other co-host said in the show, we didn't get a chance to see Pochi. What's his name? Pochi? Pochi. We didn't get a chance to see him. And he's a, he's fucking adorable. You know, I'll give him a slice of bread with some toast. (laughs) He's adorable. I don't think it's the best first episode. And this is what I'm afraid of every time when a studio does great, excellent, phenomenal animation to a story. We forget that, yo, it's just the animation that's really popping and really doing it right now. Are you really getting a bang for your buck? Like, are you really enjoying it as a a person who's a fan of anime enjoying the story as it progresses? No, you're looking at it because it's mad flashy. The OP is fire. All the ending songs are amazing. And because they change it every episode, you got to be like, hold on, wait, wait a minute. Let me see who's singing this because I got to add this shit to the playlist because I'm not going to hear it next week. (laughs) So it's like they know exactly what they're doing to get your attention. But I feel like they're getting your attention for all the obvious flashy reasons instead of just like enjoying the story. And you're just like, oh my god! Like I think Promise Neverland was a great first episode. I thought it was solid. Like, like I, I was definitely like, solid. Like y'all said earlier, um, if he said it was the best looking first episode of all time, I would totally agree. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, totally yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> I would argument. I would not even be able to come up with something. I'd be like, maybe Vivi, but even then, like, nah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Vivi was pretty good. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it'd, be, episode, it'd be Vivi, maybe this, Violet Evergarden, and then I have no idea. I, 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 I can't really for best looking. Here. I'm telling you, at that time, modern. modern. If back in 2016, no, no, yeah. So because first, animation has not the best first episode. I said best looking. No, no, yeah, best looking. But th- that was a good. It was first pretty episode. beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good first episode. But if you mean like in terms of world building and storytelling, I bring up Cyberpunk because that did so much in just that one episode. To like create this entire world around it. Because don't forget, I think in the very first episode, it's all the way from meeting the first character to does he like punch his bully in the face by the end? Is that still the first episode? Yeah, that's still the first episode. Yeah. You get an understanding of so freaking much. The entire world. I mean, you get a you understand. get an understanding of the neighborhood, the currency, you get an understanding the of the social how classes, broke. how much it sucks to be broke. How yeah. they pulled over a car, said, "Oh, y'all don't have insurance." Bye. Leave them here. <laughs> yeah, be it's, it's, yo, it's very cutthroat. The fact that what happened to his mom, don't want to do no spoilers, and then he come back and he's like, "Here she go." Uh, I thought she was fine, but you know. Yeah. But and then I'm like, "Wow, really? This is what we doing?" And it's just, it's just really intense, but it sets you up for the world building and gives you an understanding, like. Um, even as bizarre as to your eternity's first episode, it started off with a fucking rock. We didn't know where the rock was going, what was happening, right, but it made oh. you care about that rock. 
for that, it wasn't even the world building into your eternity. It's how much it made you care about the characters. Yeah, that was just and get a feel writing. for it and look beautiful. Yeah, that was great yeah, writing. That was, that was writing. Stellar writing. Great Nothing writing. even happened. It's a boy living alone in a shack. Yeah, Nothing dramatic. He just tries to walk you. somewhere. He's like, I, I'm going to catch up to my family somewhere. Fuck, I ain't make it. That's it. <laughs> so I just feel like um, Chainsaw Man is going to be another series that i'm gonna have an issue with because of how many people dick riding the shit um i'm it's still gonna show. it deserves its flowers it's just it does i'm not saying don't put it on as no. in, like the new god of all anime nah, don't, not don't, even. Don't, don't push it all the way up to there heck comey can't communicate i think that one might be more beautiful because that first episode cool. was gorgeous when they were writing on the board to each other oh just I mean, visually stunning. But you see, that's the thing, though. With romance animes, it's always beautiful. Raindrops, drop tops, <laughs> all that shit. But I feel like it's easier to make a flashy fight scene look cool than it is just, like, a quiet moment between people. No, the, pressure, all is on. the pressure is on when you're doing yeah, You can't hide scene. behind anything. <laughs> you have to. You got to pull out all the stops. Especially when the, oh, the confession time. When the wind blows and her head goes like this, and there are a few oh, yeah. strands, and the guy is does that that swallow with his throat because he's scared because you know he about to confess to his girl. He don't know if the girl likes him or not. I feel that when it comes to laying out a scenario, when it comes to these anime romances, you got to pull out all the stop. It got to be bright. It got to it got to really explain. You got to set the tone right, because and you don't have anything flashy to rely on. Yo, no. Shout out to Love is War because they found a way to make it flashy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Love is War is is definitely um, an anime. I don't think is talked about too much. I don't see it too enough on my for you page, but I mean, it's there. Um, but I loved it. I enjoyed it. I thought right. that was fire. Like I dropped I it remember. and I picked it up, and it was good. It's good. Love is War, ladies. Kaga is listen. Every single OP fire, right? <laughs> every single, every single episode fire. I watched it in English and in and in Japanese. Hilarious. Hilarious, but we're not talking the whole series; just first episodes alone. Mm. And then I also remember Chainsaw Man. It had some CG in the first episode. I don't want to like dump on it so much, but it does feel like CG is a little bit of a shortcut. Nah, not the way Mappa does it. Yeah, I'm but even in Chainsaw Man, I was looking and saying like, eh, eh. It's it's clean. It's better than we've seen from anime, but it still doesn't give me the same like, oh, that's amazing physical movement. But nobody's hand drawing shit anymore, so it's like, it's, even it's if like, it's not hand drawing, there are ways to make movement look really beautiful. Like, think of Bubble. Remember Bubble on Netflix? No storyline, just parkour on bubbles. But they had gorgeous. It was they definitely had, a storyline. We just yeah, don't know the it. Bubble, but the movement <laughs> of the characters wasn't. The movement of the characters didn't have that same fact. It was beautifully no. fluid. I mean, no, nah, but wit, wit works different, all right? Wit is just built different. <laughs> we, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't want to disrespect wit because I'm still trying to get reservations to go see wit. And that's not disrespect. That's, that's, me, that's me giving them a shine. Yeah, no, I feel you. But real quick, I just want to say shout out to Wit Studios. Happy anniversary. Um, Just in case if we don't make it for the reservations. Um, hey, hi. Just want to say hi. If y'all have, you know, some spots up front, we could just be like, hey, boo. <laughs> All 25 of y'all, you know, I know. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, the, the, that's one of the things that I, don't get me, don't get it twisted. I say this over and over again. I love art. 
that's one of the main reasons why I love animation. I love movement. I love all of that. But when it comes to just it just being that, just the movement alone for it to be hype, like don't get it twisted. They're keeping the same story for the manga. So so it's word for word, everything, word mm. for word. No, not now, word for word. That, I heard they took out like a union joke. No, they took yeah, because <laughs> it was word for word. But <laughs> they, did. They, they, they were like, nah, nah, we can't have people getting ideas. But it's too late, it's aired. So it's like, you know. No. Okay, they, they Derby muted. Derby, you just muted yourself. Oh, I'm saying like no, nah, they took that out. Like I had to go back and like look at it, and they definitely took out like a yeah, whole no, no, they took it out, but it's too late. It's, it was there, you know. It's too late. We saw that scene. We saw him in the tub. He made yeah. his song, and that was it. It's air. It's air. Once it's out, it's out. Once it's out, it's out. It don't matter. It don't matter. But um, yeah, but it was good. Don't get us wrong. Easily eight nine. Uh, yeah, nine. Heck, you might even call it like a perfect ten for a first episode in what it did. But yeah. even as a ten, there are tens above the ten. Yeah. Um, like I, I said say, top twenty first episode easily. <laughs> I would say that. Um, like it might be the bias in me. I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. I just wanted this effort and the type of money that they're putting in this on other titles. That I'm in love with. Like, there's other titles, there's other manga out there that's amazing. That if you really took the chance to bring it to life, would really greatly appreciate the time and attention that map is taking to do Chainsaw Man. And I'm not taking away from Chainsaw Man. The transformation is beautiful when he comes out and he just episode three was amazing. Um, just just that nigga with the ponytail just doing basic shit around the house laundry. Um, on the last episode and him just sipping on tea, I was like, Mappa, why? I, I don't understand why you got to go so hard. Like this wasn't really necessary. This wasn't. And you know what? I'm be fucking pissed. If I find out come tax season, y'all ain't pay y'all taxes in Japan. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really going to be mad because we already shitted on you affordable. Don't go down that route. Don't go down that route because I really, I really, really thought that the only way for a studio to 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 really be good is not pay taxes. Mappa, you gave me a, you gave me a, a little a little shine a sparkle in the sky. I was like, oh, <laughs> Mappa could do it, and Mappa got over three hundred employees. So it's it's not about money. It's how you do is what you do with the money. But now I'm starting to think y'all niggas is cutting corners somewhere. <laughs> Somebody's not putting toilet paper in the bathroom. Something's Something is really time. fucking happening. So um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, please, I know we're anime fans. I know we like animation. It's just like, I want us to go beyond the, the, the graphics and like, I want story also to be part of the vocal point of a good series. I'm not saying it doesn't have story. I'm just saying this is not. It's just beautiful. It's just it's just beautiful, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And um, so as of recently, right, I had the pleasure to be on a show. <laughs> Shout out to Negro Jumpman. Negro Jump Podcast, shout out to Cordell, shout out to um, Gerard. They had me on their show a couple of times, as a matter of fact. And um, they released their episode of When I Was a Guest. And um, instead of them niggas telling me exactly when the episode going to be aired or whatever, because I was anticipating it, them niggas just dropped the clip and just tagged me on it. I was like, shit. 
And this is the clip that they decided to pick to play, right? Ladies and gentlemen, Negro Jumpman, Chatty Patty, and um, yeah, this is this this is what popped off. Have one or two interactions. Guys wasn't exposed to what? So many black women watch my like, instant nerdy okay, stuff. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm not taking you, that. I'm not taking I'm not that. I'm not buying either. that. I'm not no. taking that. You Sorry. should go. Okay, you go okay, go. okay. So not not exposed, but just ignorant to the fact, like yo, you know, they're like right there. You just asked a question. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm not taking that either. Why not? You just no. You just wasn't paying attention. You didn't care. Mm-hmm. We weren't the girls you were checking for. You mm-hmm. was checking for them other girls that's that didn't care about you. That's a part of the ignorance. You was That's a part of the ignorance. That's a part of the ignorance. You was checking for, yes. but you know what? Girls like me living who the sat fantasy. there yep. living the. F- I am the fantasy. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's the clip. I am That's the fantasy. The clip. Come on, cut it. Cut Put the mic like- off. You're killing. Her. <laughs> I'm trying to cut it. Yes. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Well, I got you myself off mute. You are the fantasy. <laughs> Dang that. <laughs> I didn't Patty right. approved this message. Ignoring something is not the same as being ignorant to it. Intentional True. ignorance is not the same as just purely not knowing before that. True. Dang, True. you held them. You held them to their shit and they ah. clipped that. I respect them for clipping that and putting that as the promotion. No, I never thought they was going to put that as a clip because Gerard came to me and was like, yo, Patty, you ain't had to chew me up. I'm just making a statement. That was it. I said, nah. I, first of all, you knew what was gonna happen when you invited me on your show. I got no filter. If I feel that this is this is a statement that's bullshit, I'ma come in and tell you it's bullshit. But here's right the, away. Yo, so here's the thing, right? So if you guys um are a little, you know, not aware of what's going on here on this clip, um, Gerard made a statement and said that there's a lot of guys on Instagram. Um, not all, but there's a majority of guys, especially black men, that will say that that black women, f- um, female weebs, um, weren't around back in the day. They just started popping up, right? You got me. You I was born 20 years old. That's <laughs> <laughs> suddenly. That's like, well, you right out of a daisy. First of all, you a different breed because any bitch that's watching shit on the church's Wi-Fi. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just at all. Like, this bitch is shit. I want to be gangster like her. But um, Gerard made a statement and said that black men would say, "Oh, these nerds, um, black um, women nerds, they weren't around when they were coming up. They're just now popping up and they're doing it for clout or doing it for guys, right?" <laughs> no, that's basically Wait, how the episode. Went. Dang. Not he, yeah. I, I know he was quoting for something. This was not his own words. Oh, no, it's not his own it words, but I gave it to him like it was. I'm sorry. Hopped <laughs> in um, out of nowhere for the clout. Just suddenly, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Dragon yeah. Balls. Yeah, I totally yeah. watched Dragon Balls. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing, though. I, I got upset because I realized that a lot of guys were saying these things. And I'm like, yo, my 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 response is like, no, because you wasn't checking for girls that look like us. You wasn't checking for the nerds because we were here all this time. We didn't catch your eye, right? You were looking at the other girls that didn't want nothing to do with you because of what you like. And we're sitting here telling you, hey, let's go to the shop together. Let's go to the manga store together. And you like, bitch, no. 
or you wouldn't even give us the time of day. We just right, always we only it. like that girl. Right. Because exactly. like if you did find some, it's like oh, but you're not on Dragon Ball. You're on. See What's that Sailor Moon. That's, that's another. That's another one you too. That fruits basket nonsense. Eh. See, that's another one that's too. Right, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. We're over here watching yeah. real anime. You just like the girly stuff. See, that's another thing too. You was bashing us. Like how right? we how didn't you, count. How you gonna bash me? Bashing what I like when niggas is out there bashing you, liking what you like. How the fuck? Ain't that the kettle cool of the pop black? Black we talk about this all the time we did an episode about it and and here's the here's the funny part so i knew that this episode i knew this clip was gonna start some shit so i was like let me post this on my tiktok let's see what happens right okay so <laughs> so this guy comes on my tiktok Oh, great starting statement. <laughs> you, you hear it. This guy comes on my TikTok and he literally tells me, stop gaslighting niggas because y'all do the same shit too. So I'm looking at this comment and I'm like, I could really, you know that Boondocks episode where, right, where um, Huey is like, we could all be reading a book right now. <laughs> that's what saved me because I was like why am I justifying myself to this black version ashy version of Andrew Tate I am not going to sit there and tell you from a from a from a woman's perspective on how, what we had to go through in high school if you listen you listen the comment was never directed to you and like yeah maybe maybe you were being bullied or maybe you being teased, but by the way you look, I don't think you was being teased by like an anime. I'm telling you right now. But I'm going to leave that alone. So I decided for you not to understand, I'm just going to block you. And I took a page from Derby's book and say, no, close the fridge, turn off the stove, don't feed the trolls. Right? Amen. So um, definitely. So I decided <laughs> to erase the comment, delete him and block him. So another guy comes and another guy, <laughs> another guy comes on and he says something similar. And I'm like, let me go on his, I, I always love going on their page. This guy, <laughs> show, this guy doesn't show his face. He's just a streamer. He doesn't show his face. I don't know if he's black. I don't know if he's white, none of that, but he follows me. So I was like, oh, okay, so there's another blocker. I have to block him. So I blocked him and erased it. So now I'm starting getting nervous. I'm like, damn, I might get these comments all day. And this shit is probably going to bum me out. I kid you not. I'm going to tell you right now. My phone has been going off of all the people that are looking <laughs> at the video. Um, it's all right. Let me tell you how many views I got. And I just posted this. Um, like maybe yesterday. So the video, I just posted this on TikTok. So the video got 7,488 um, views, right? And when you go into it, I got 1,668 likes. I got 85 favorites on TikTok. So that means 85 people decide to hide, to, to keep the clip in their fucking back pocket because <laughs> they knew they was going to use it one day. And the comment section, which is so beautiful to see is that it's mostly dudes 
that are saying, give it to them, Patty. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, they get it. They get it. They get it. And it's not like I'm saying I need validation in order for me to feel like this is the right comment to say. It's just that I just need people to understand. And I'm not trying to cause a rift between black men and black women. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say and show how toxic shit like this and how it fucks up um, the community, especially the blurred community. When you, when you think that, you know, gatekeeping from black women is okay. So a segue real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be in anime NYC. We have a panel called creating safe spaces for black and POC women. Pull up is going to be on Saturday at three o'clock. Um, be first in line, sit well, you might get a sticker. Um, it's an experience men and women. Um, uh, we might, we're going to talk, we're going to Jones it out and whatever. But, um, that's 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 what I got from that's how my day went today. And I was like, yo, this is this is really crazy for guys to be like, well, me too. Like I was oppressed and uh I'm like, dude, no, I'm not saying you not, but you a shitty person for thinking like that, and I can see why you're single. Like niggas never want to fucking listen. Every time when we talk about our experiences in the community, when black men are involved, if it don't apply, let the shit fly, nigga. Like I don't understand why you making a statement like that. You're in the and I don't understand how black men can be in the anime community and not understand the struggles of what black women have to go through in order for us not to have y'all niggas gatekeep us and tell us that hey. Um, if you like anime, what's um give me nine Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Right, and I, I will allow sometimes y'all are just awkward. You don't know what it means to talk to a female, to a woman. Cause yeah, don't say female guys. Yeah, I know like, yeah. <laughs> I'm using that language. I'm explaining in a language they can understand. Yes, females tends to be a somewhat derogatory term, especially in relation to black women. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna avoid that. Try to call them women, people, fans. That's a good mm -hmm. one. And just in case you generally think, oh, it really seems like they're popping out of nowhere, here's what you do. If a girl comes around and says, oh, yeah, she also likes that anime, you don't quiz her. You invite her to watch something. Find something you have both seen and enjoy. Don't just, like, knock her for not seeing certain things. Find something you both like. Talk about it. And if you, like, get in a good back and forth, maybe invite her to watch something. You can get a date out of this, guys. Not even a hit on her, but, like, hey, you haven't seen My Hero yet? Do you want to watch the first episode sometime? That's even and if you I'm down, even... you're down, guys. You can do something positive with it. You can get somewhere and not just for clout. You can have a conversation about things you enjoy. <gasps> this for clout thing has always confused me because I don't know what this what clout you get um, from yeah, guys, being an we're anime. Not cool. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but also, uh, I think I was talking to Bray about this a few months ago, and it was a nightmare realization that toxic male nerds have fucked it up for themselves because they've opened it up to actual to toxic non-nerds because the toxic non-nerd with like a fucking six-pack he will happily watch sailor moon so he has something to talk about with the female nerd fan to get into her pants and guess what she'll date him because 
you suck just as much. Why would he she not go with somebody who will at least feign interest? Like you fucked yourselves on this one. Like, please stop it. Stop, stop playing victim and just listen. If if, if, this, guy, if this guy is going viral for all the wrong things, that, that dude that made the statement that said you don't want a nerd, what's your country roll watch list? If this guy no. went viral just to get burned. Have you guys not learned anything from this? Like, I don't understand this. Like, it doesn't make sense for you guys to gatekeep on us women on the shit that's not, that shit ain't yours either. Like, you understand? Like, how you you own none of this. You own none of it. Not a page. But, but yeah, you still hung over on... Let's let's let's. I'm gonna keep it. I'm not gonna go too far, but I'm gonna keep it real. Somebody wrote something in the comments that made it very. He said all that shit is stemmed from white supremacy, because you would sit there. It is. Take a, You would take an incident that happened to you with one girl and keep that from you and and keep that and keep hold of that and be like, oh, I don't mess with black girls. I don't care if they like anime, like the same shit as me, because all black girls are the same. They do this. They reject me. They never cared about me or whatever, whatever. I like white women. You'll take that and then y'all hold it and won't learn or grow from just the experience itself. So what you do, you end up bashing black women. And I don't understand because it's like, if you guys don't notice, as 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 Zeno Robinson said, the only reason anime is popping right now is because of black people. We make it hot. We made anime into pop culture because we have it all over our for you page. We're cosplaying. We're 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 making a topic of discussion, even though we get shitted on by 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 other races most of the time, saying that you know Hanada isn't black or whatever. But but we may we may not be the biggest consumers, but we make the shit run go round so a huge force in we are again there's a lot of factors but yeah the black influence is a strong one mm -hmm. like anytime you hear like hip-hop in the opening rap verses that's a black thing yes it the is jazz elements and the break dancing and say like cowboy beep yes. not cowboy beep but samurai champloo mm -hmm. like don't yeah. don't knock that don't but knock it. a lot of times it comes from white supremacy is right because it's that does not desire they feel like the need to prove you deserve to be somewhere mm -hmm. like black anime fans black nerd fans did have to go into predominantly white spaces and kind of legitimate like legitimize themselves in those spaces so when black women come along they should also like prove their worth what are you doing here let's make sure you belong here yeah it's just that's, extra that's hazing but it's like hazing has always been dumb like what like it's dumb in fraternities. It's dumb. It's even dumber here. At least in it's fraternities, you're actually getting clout. <laughs> it's not necessarily intentional. Just if someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, they like X, Y, or Z," just believe them and move forward with the conversation as though you believe them. If someone says, "Hey, yeah, I like this anime," say, "Okay, cool, bet." Like, yeah, don't start don't the conversation like, like no way. 
Like, yo, even if you don't like it, there's there's a way to talk about things you don't like. <laughs> like, you don't have to be. I mean, we do it all the time when somebody yeah. brings up fruits basket. We like. Again, again, when I talk shit about fruits basket, but, I do it from a very personal place in my heart, acknowledging that it is one of the top shoujo anime manga series that exists. It is one of the most popular. It is a huge driving force in bringing more anime fans into the community and specific shoujo fans and shoujo ladies into the community. I respect it, but fuck Toru Honda. <laughs> I second that. Um, so here's the thing that messes me up, right? It's just like how black people explain to white people about systematic oppression and racism, right? And they're like, well, I never seen it, so I don't think it exists. When black men say that, well, I've never seen girls that were black that were into anime, that's taken away from our existence. That's taken away from our experience. That's taken away from us actually just being there and you not seeing us. We're tired of being un we're tired of not being seen. And being respected instead of you just saying that we just popped up. It's very disrespectful. Just because you said you didn't see it doesn't mean that we didn't exist. That's what you guys are not understanding. I'd rather you change your dialogue and say, hey, I never noticed. Don't say we weren't there. You don't know. You never checked for us. Don't say we weren't there. We were there. When you went to that comic book store, you know who was in aisle four in the back trying to pull out one of the Superman editions out the plastic without the dude saying, hey, no reason here. <laughs> that was me. That was me. And there was a lot of girls that would go back, try to find the latest manga in, in Shoujo, Jose, and even Shonen. Like, and then you're quizzing us like we were in there in the trenches with you trying to get there on Saturday to get the first issue when it comes out. Like, I don't understand this. Right. And I don't even mind that they didn't notice us. I, I wasn't looking for your attention back care. then. I don't care. That doesn't make me mad. What annoys me <laughs> is if they try to come in and say, like, my entire history didn't exist. I'm just here for the clout. Like, I don't mind that we weren't buddies back then. That's it's cool. Respect. You were on your train. I was on mine. <laughs> it's cool. But then don't come here now and say like, yeah, you just showed up. No. I just showed up where, my guy? No. No. I guarantee you, my computer (laughs) will tell you how long I've been here. (laughs) Definitely tell you. Definitely tell you. You don't want to see my history. You don't want to see my history. You You don't want to see what's in in my E drive. You don't want to see what's in my C drive. You don't want to see none of this. Cause y'all don't got it. Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. But yeah, you stop wasn't with me when I was downloading shit off LimeWire. You don't know nothing. You <laughs> wasn't with my me middle when school phase. Virus. My harem <laughs> phase. You weren't there for my harem phase, but I was. Nah, you wasn't there. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. You was not there. Now, how does that make guys feel if I was to say I never met no black men that were into anime? I never saw it. Y'all was never there. Right, it, y'all don't know anything about that. Y'all are just showing up because you saw Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, y'all that, are just chasing after Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all. It. I mean, that's just out. <laughs> so imagine how it makes us I'm feel. I'm saying the Meg Thee Stallion potion. 
I told yeah, you about the non-nerds who are going to invade the space. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You're going to see them. <laughs> but even <laughs> if they do, is that bad? I know it's a little uncomfortable having new people come in. They don't know the etiquette. They don't like. They don't know the exact struggle. But it's still nice to have like more people talking about things you also enjoy. Oh, I love it because oh, that's that means not more who I was content. Talking about, but yes, I do agree. No, nah, I love that because that means there's more content being pushed out because mm-hmm. there's more demand for it. Give there's me more give money me to be it. made, they'll be all, making more. Give me all of it. Don't mean I like you, but still, like more numbers, more shit. Thank you. But um, just to say this, like, let's just do better as a community, right? Let's just do better. And 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 it's not about who does who worse and who does nah. Let's just let's just take that out the narrative and make sure that our voices are heard as a black community, a black nerd community, and become bigger than what they thought we could be, right? When we have this site, when we come together, we get to see more diversity in content. We get to see more diversity in manga. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing a panel too called um, Diversity in Manga. Shout out to um, Gigi and Katie Fox. Um, that's their panel. I'm going to be moderating that shit. <laughs> at Anime Ooh. NYC at Saturday at 7 p.m. Bree and Derby will definitely be there. Um, they will be handing off stickers and they will be testing all the guys to make sure what's their top 10 anime. <laughs> why you Not can the top have- 10 anime. Top five magical girls, and no more than two can be Ooh, that, is, that, is, that is, and you can't sit with us if you can't. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us if you can't answer the question. But now, nah, all jokes aside, pull up. That's actually um, a much tougher question than you might think. Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> yeah, for Tokyo you, Mew, you just got the hold on, hold on. No, it isn't for you who's heavily into magical girls. <laughs> Are you telling me you you can't name five magical girls without having to go through all the Sailor Scouts? You can do two Sailor Scouts. So I'm honestly asking you to name two planets and three magical girls. Right. I do not watch magical girls like that. Any? Not Not just watch, but like it doesn't even have to necessarily be a magical girl anime for someone to have magical girls in that anime. Like I know there was a magical girl like Nonaha or what was it? Nonaha. Yeah. But that's all I got. I, I do yeah. not watch Magical Girl. You I, see, this is the toxic uh, shit I'm talking about. Brie, cut it out. Canceled. Brie's going to come out and be like, no woman's going to want to do that can't name five Magical Girls. Right? Not even, again, two planets five. and three Magical Girls. Nah, that's why <laughs> Brie's going to be alone for the rest of his fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I feel the heat coming from me. It's like, you know what? You're not going to have children. You're going to die alone. <laughs> but um, um, to leave that, I just want, I just want um, to let it be known that I'm not trying to divide the community. I'm not trying to have it like on some sexist shit. I just want all of us to come together. But in order for us to do that, we have to talk about our problems and get past it. Um, is is the best form of therapy, and I think with that being, if we do that, the community can grow, and um, I want to see it grow because I want more content. So, um, yeah, and um, I'm gonna leave that real quick. I know where we're in, where we're at our breaking point, but I wanted to talk about um, one more thing. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, um, Crunchyroll, as we all know, is the, is the power source of Anime NYC this year. You see us mentioning Anime NYC. We're definitely going to be there. We have two panels that we are sponsoring that we're doing. And um, we definitely want you guys to pull up. Now, here's the dilemma with what's going on with uh, <laughs> Chatty Patty with Sexual Chocolate Derbs and um, Sleepy Bree. So here's the thing. Now, we are just being hip to, oh my God, that, I know that's Derbs. I know that's Derbs. <laughs> you wait till after the motorcycle left. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, I didn't hear it through my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so now this is what's going on. So, um, Anime NYC this year has tried out this new thing where the top profile panels you have to reserve spots for. Now, they gave dates to when we can actually see the creator of Attack on Titan, which is, what's his name again, Bree? You said his name pretty well. Uh, Isayama. 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 Something Isayama. So, he's supposed to pull up on Saturday. He has a panel at two o'clock. It's not first come first serve anymore. When you go to these panels, it's basically, you have to reserve a spot with your ticket. Ladies and gentlemen, the website crashed the moment it hit six o'clock. I'm not even going to hold you. The second. It set the second it hit six o'clock and that's the time November 1st. To uh, November 1st, 2022 at 6 p.m. That's when they're going to have your op. That's when you're going to be uh, uh, able to reserve your spot for that specific panel. When I tell you, Grow Tickets was like, oh my God, you want to <laughs> do what at the no. same time? No. No, 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 no. What's that? What's that? What's that voice in TikTok? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That's exactly what the website did. And then Anime NYC replied and said, hold up. Wait a minute. We'll let you guys know when you can um, come and reserve your spots. As of right now, we're screwed. So, you know, we don't want to be biased, right? When it comes to Anime NYC and conventions, we love them. They always gave us like either press passes and we've always had access to come and play in our backyard when it comes to anime shit. So we appreciate them. It's just right now what I'm feeling is um, is that um, Anime NYC might have some issues again this year. Because if you guys can't get a hold of your website, I feel like it's going to be a problem. What do you guys think? I mean... The website is a separate company, so I can see it just falling on their end, and they just don't want to like place blame on anyone. Um, I mean, they did limit the tickets, so maybe they'll be fine. Well, I feel like there's other ways that you could do. You could have done this without using the website. I feel like all you had to do was use your QR code. Anime NYC does have an app. They should have uploaded the app after they did that. They should have made sure you could have put your QR code onto the app and made sure you could do your reservations on the app. What's yeah, the but that's the same app? thing. Like, it would still crash. It's just a matter of the servers not being able to handle the traffic. 
if but just, they like did if not plan. You know the amount of tickets that's being sold. Yeah, you should have planned for yeah. how, how how much traffic is going to be on there. Like how many people will be signing on at the exact same time, or at least an approximation of how much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's what's happening like across the globe. Like we just see companies are you know making sure that they have razor thin uh, supply of things just to make sure that they don't waste anything. So they're just cutting corners, and that's all that happened. <laughs> And this is what happens. And that's that's a big concern to me because it's bad enough that there wasn't a lot of... I mean, the, word to the grapevine, I think they still got weekend passes. They just want to wait till the week of to be like, hey, here's the weekend passes and add $20, $30 to it. That's what I think. But then again, you know, I, this is a conspiracy theory. I don't know. But... I mean, who knows? But Bree, what do you think? I, you think I don't... <laughs> I feel like people should prepare for a slightly similar situation to last year. Not necessarily as bad as people like storming the doors because the lines are a mess and the organization is a little shoddy. But be prepared to dress warm. Check the weather beforehand. Excuse me. Um, Definitely pack snacks because the lines are, again, going to be long. It's not like we suddenly have less anime fans. We have more anime fans this year than last year and more last year than the year before. We are constantly growing. People attending NYC will constantly be trying to attend. There will be lines and there will be crashes like this. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I I don't think it'll necessarily be better. I will be pleasantly surprised if it is. But I think people should prepare better, at least with last year's experience. Okay. So you heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, we gave you a couple of pointers. If you're coming to Anime NYC, definitely first things first, come to our panels. First and foremost, um, don't forget to add it to your favorites when the app comes up. Um, so you know you get the 15-minute mark before we start. Um, if you early, I shout you out on the mic like, hey, what's up, sir? What's up, ma'am? So um, definitely pull up. Um, not to mention, like, um, just prepare for the worst. What Bree said, definitely, definitely prepare for the worst. And um, if you can, pick up your tickets the day before. I hope they have it, that you can pick up your tickets on Thursday and show your vaccination card or your proof of, uh, of negative COVID testing. If you could do that, on Thursday night, pick up your joint Thursday night so you don't have to wait on that food stamp line because that line was crazy. That line was definitely crazy. We went to a yard. We saw boats. That's how bad the line was. It went around the corner. It wrapped around the building twice. You don't want to be caught in that line, especially if you have a runny nose and you got your ass cheeks out with your cosplay because mm. I want to see it, but I want to see you warm. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Black Ramen Podcast. Um, we got to be out. Um, if you pull up, we greatly appreciate it. If you have any content that you want us to um talk about on the show, don't forget to go to black ramen podcast at gmail.com, send it to us, and we will talk about it on the show. And don't forget to put on the um subject title, Ask Black Ramen. And with that being said, peace. Bye. Uh, you know Brie gonna edit this, right? Because she was the one that was talking the most. So I'm not playing with y'all. I did it last time. <laughs>